Chima, the notes that Rebbe Rashad made on Tiskislev, notes of his thoughts about the meaning of Tiskislev. In these notes, he speaks about how Hashem made the world in order to reveal the Torah, and although Adam and Eve were entrusted to um, to keep the Torah in Gan Eden, uh, the ultimate fulfillment of God's intent was only when the Torah was given physically, not to our forefathers, uh, although they were test, tested and they had to have sacrifice to overcome their challenges, but the ones who were able to bring God's essence to the world, only, only the Jewish people after Mount Sinai through the film of mitzvahs, physical mitzvahs. And so too, the Rebbe says about Yitzchitzchitzchitzchitz, that it's only through the Torah being given, the inner dimension of the Torah, being given a way of logical understanding, given in a lower way, not, not in a way that's you know, hovering over your mind, but in a way that you can understand it, only through this can you connect to the essence of the inner dimension of Torah. So continuing along this line, the um, book says like this, in this 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 uh, paradigm, this this way of thinking that we've established, that specifically when something goes to a lower place, that's when you connect to the essence. That's something which is very relevant to the inner dimension of Torah specifically. Something about the inner dimension of Torah specifically, which in this part of Torah you see more how the lower it goes, the more you get closer to the essence. It says in Chassidus uh, that our relationship to Hashem nowadays is like an engagement. As it says in the Torah, I will be betrothed to you forever. When Mashiach will come, we'll have the marriage. So that, mean, that means that when Hashem gave us the Torah, it was only an engagement. Our connection to Hashem was like an engagement. When Mashiach will come, that will be the, the perfect, uh, the, the complete relationship with Hashem in a way of marriage. And that's the meaning of what it says in the, in the Torah. On that day, you will call me my husband, you won't, call, you won't call me anymore Bali. Bali also can mean, Bali usually means husband, it also can mean master. So that's something that could be, that's a term that could be used also in an engagement. But Ishi, my husband, that's something that is especially relevant to a, a marriage. And that's something that we will attribute to Hashem, we'll call Hashem our husband, Sheikh will come, uh, because when, when Hashem gave us the Torah until this point, um, all that we received was the real parts of Torah. Mashiach will come, we're going to have the full revelation, the inner dimension of Torah, and thus there'll be the marriage with Hashem. So there's something about the inner dimension of Torah which is associated with, with marriage, and the revealed parts of Torah which is associated with engagement. What's the difference between engagement and marriage? In engagement, the, what's achieved in the relationship is only that the woman who is engaged is now forbidden to marry anybody else. She's not yet united and one with her husband, but there's no hamshacha betnimius, there's no in, internal connection between them yet, just externally, she can't go marry anybody else. So there's a, so there's, the connection between them is makif. She, she's designated to marry him. She can't marry anybody else, but only through marriage is there the union of husband and wife, and there's an a, a intimate and internal and deep connection. And so too, when Hashem gave us a Torah, that when the Torah was given to us on Mount Sinai, all that was revealed to us was the external part of Torah, the, the revealed parts of Torah. The inner dimension of Torah remained hovering, meaning it was hidden. It wasn't revealed at that time. When Mashiach will come, 
then Hashem will reveal to us the inner dimension of Torah and it will be internalized within us. So we see an analogy between marriage and engagement and how that compares to um, Mount Sinai where there's external connections, makif. We don't have the inner dimension of Torah inside of us and when Mashiach will come, we're going to get the inner dimension of Torah and we're going to absorb it internally. So it's similar to the union of marriage that... uh, the union of marriage is, is that there's a, there's, a, there's a life in the connection, there's, there's an excitement in the connection through marriage. And so too, the inner dimension of Torah connects to the, the life of our neshama and the life of the Torah. So since the inner dimension of Torah is associated with the inner union of marriage, so just like in marriage, there is specifically something which seems to be very external, very physical, and yet in this union, which is very physical, there is a connection of essence. So too, in regarding the inner dimension of Torah, that although we're talking about bringing it down to a lower level, bringing this down to logic, yet in that activity, bringing it down to logic, you actually connect to essence, much as in marriage. The says the difference between a, a teacher and a student, and a husband and a wife, the difference in their union is, is that when a teacher teaches a student, what is he giving him? He's giving him something spiritual, not the essence. The teacher cannot give the child a new head in the language of Hasidus. See, all he could do is give him something that he could already absorb. He can't give him a brand new head. When the ch- student has intelligence on his own, then the teacher could give him something he didn't have before. However, with the husband and wife, although it's a physical connection and in the, the drop that comes from the husband to the wife, it's a very physical thing, yet in that drop there is the essence and through this essence, there could be a brand new child, a child who has a, 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 a cup caminer of stone. You can, in that union, there is a production of a, a brand new entity. And so too, with the inner dimension of Torah, when the Alter Rebbe brought Hasidus down to logic, although he's bringing it down, yet in this activity, he's connecting to and revealing the essence of Torah, much as in marriage, where although it's a physical flow from husband to wife, yet in that flow, there is the essence. So this brings us to another point. The Yitzhahara could say, okay, if the author ever wants to bring the inner dimension of Torah into logic, the Yitzhahara could say, since you can't understand Chassidus anyways, so what's your connection to Chassidus? The author is about bringing it down to Chabad, understanding. You don't get understand. You're not, you're, not, you're not one of those intellectuals. You don't get this. So what do you have to do with Chassidus? Chassidus has to do with intellect. You're not an intellectual. The answer is, what did we just say? Chassidus brings down the essence. When a teacher is teaching a student, in order for the student to receive from the teacher, the t- student has to be able to understand the teacher. He has to, has to use his own mind. And if the student cannot understand the words of the teacher and just, um, just hear the words of the teacher, so then nothing has happened. There's no, there's no transfer. The student has heard words and it's in some box. It's in some box in his head. He, doesn't, he, hasn't, he hasn't absorbed anything. He doesn't understand it. However, in Ashpapnimis, when there is something that's flowing from the inner dimension, of the giver to the receiver, like in the in the in the creation of a child, so it doesn't matter the understanding. All it matters is is that the that the seed is absorbed, and now and, and once it's absorbed, it doesn't matter if there's understanding or not understanding. There's able to be a production of a brand new child, a lively child, and something that can continue on, and the child can have more children and more children because of the infinite power of Hashem that is revealed in childbirth. So 
only in, with a teacher and a student, there has to be some kind of a logic for the student to, to absorb what the teacher is saying. But when you're giving the essence, the essence doesn't need to have a recipient. The essence just needs to have the giver and the recipient to receive without understanding it. So to regarding Chassidus, since Chassidus gives us not just the information, when you're learning Chassidus, you're also getting the essence of the inner dimension of Torah. So the main thing is not the understanding of it, the main thing is to absorb it. And now what does it mean to absorb it? Like in the analogy of, of, of a husband and wife that the woman receives the seed and the seed is now uh, absorbed in her and the, 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 the sperm fertilizes the egg. What does that mean in a personal level that you're learning Chassidus and the, uh, the essence of Hashem that's revealed in the dimension of Torah is now being absorbed in you? What does that mean? What that means is that there's a change. The analogy of the husband and wife on a personal level means that there's some kind of change in the way you think and the way you speak and the way you act. That's a sign that you've really absorbed it. And then you could have birth. Just like when a woman absorbs a seed, uh, the, 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 the could be, it fertilizes the egg, now there could be a new child. So too, if there's something that Chassidus does that causes a change in you, that's the main thing that says, don't worry about it, you understand. You don't understand. There's something else that's going on when you're You're getting in touch with the essence of godliness that's in the, the, in the inner dimension of Torah when you learn Chassidus, whether you understand it or not. And as long as it causes some kind of change in you, that means you've, 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 the, the sperm has fertilized the egg, and now you're able to have birth. What's birth mean? Birth means to have... The intellect produces the emotions of love and reverence for Hashem. You're able to have a, a son and a daughter. Which, by the way, this is also a school as a spiritual remedy to have children, is to have love and reverence for Hashem. Because the spiritual meaning of having children is love and reverence for Hashem. They're born from your understanding. So this also allows you to um, have a, a, a school, it's a spiritual remedy, to have more love and reverence for Hashem, the spiritual remedy to have, um, to have children. So it's understood that Chassidus is relevant to every single one of us. Because the Alter Rebbe didn't put any connections, any conditions about Chassidus. He says, just hold on to the Rebbe's doorknob. That's what Rebbe said, just hold on to his doorknob. What, that, what does that mean? The previous Rebbe said that the Alter Rebbe said, whoever holds on to my door, doorknob, I will take him out of dire constraints to comfort, from physical to the spiritual, and from Gehenna. And Rebbe Rashab explained, the previous Rebbe continues, what does it mean that he'll take us out from dire constraints to comfort? He'll take, that means he'll take us out from the world of Bria and bring us to the world of Atsilas. From the physical to the spiritual means he'll bring us to the lower world of Gehenna and Yitzira to Bria. And from Gehenna means he'll take us out of this world. What is, what is the, let's focus on the words of the, of the, of the Alter Rebbe. The words of the Alter Rebbe are very specific. In the first two instances, in the first two phrases of the Alter Rebbe, he doesn't just mention the place where he's taking you from, he also mentions where he's going to bring you to. He says, I'm going to bring you out of dire constraints to comfort, from Bria to Atzilus. And in the second phrase, he says, out from the physical to the spiritual, from Yitzir to Bria. And in the third instance, he just says, from Gehenim, which is parallel to this world, he doesn't say where he's going to bring you. So it seems like the place he's going to bring you is a place that has no definition. And therefore doesn't mention where he's taking you to, because this is a place that doesn't have a name, it can't even be hinted to. What does that mean? Because this physical world is the purpose of the creation of all the worlds. And this is all the higher worlds that depend on what goes on in this world. Even the, high, even the highest world depend on what goes on in this world. And therefore, regarding this physical world, the author of it says that he, doesn't, he only mentions where he's taking us out of, doesn't mention where he's going to take us to, because through the physical world, which is the purpose of creation, you're able to reach a place which is beyond any definition. But the only condition to this is to hold on to the Rebbe's doorknob. What's the meaning of the, the doorknob? is not the door itself. It's not the house itself. It's only the, it's only the doorknob. 
It's something which is which is secondary and, and insignificant in comparison to the door. But since it's it's, it's something that 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 is um, a function for the door, so it becomes a part of the door and a part of the house. In the guards of Tumantara, when something is using something which is attached to the house, when something is, is a tool, something which is attached to the house, it has a halachic status of the house itself. What does it mean in our lives to hold on to the door? Even someone knows by himself, he knows in his own soul, that I'm not inside, I don't understand this yet when, when you know with certainty. And you made a very strong decision that no, that no matter what happens, you're going to hold on to the altar of his doorknob. Right now, you're holding, holding on to, only to the doorknob. But automatically, this will cause that eventually you'll do all that you can to get inside. You're right you're on, on, up the doorknob, you're making a decision, I'm not letting go. And automatically, you can do whatever you can to get inside. So the altar will do the rest, ever says. The altar will do the rest. He'll fulfill, he'll fulfill his promise to lift us out of Gehenna, which is this physical world, out of the physical, which is Olamayitzira, out of to the spiritual, which is the world of Bria, and from from and from the constraints, which is the world of Bria, and bring us to comfort, which is the world of Atzilus. Now we'll have the highest Aliyah, the highest elevation, as we said before, that from this physical world, the altar brings a, we're able to specifically connect to bring the Shekhinah in this physical world, which the Shekhinah can only be revealed in this physical world. So Basically, Bible never concludes. Every single Jew has to hold on to the other Rebbe's doorknob, and through this, the Alter Rebbe will take him out and lift him to the highest of heights until the Jewish people and the Torah Hashem will become one. Through the merit of our Holy Rebbeim, may they uh, through our Holy Rebbeim, All right.